and earmuffs. This is going to get disgusting. Well, it is. It's our first date. <laughs> okay, I have questions for you. Um, I'll introduce you first. So you're a comedian. You're actually probably one of the funniest guys I know. Uh, just genuinely, you're one funny motherfucker. Um, <laughs> and you have a way with women, I would say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, sure. Well, sure I do. Do you think you've always had a way with women? Yeah, because I always wanted their attention. So you just would joke and make them laugh and then... Yeah, yeah. Have you always been funny, you think? Um, I realized I was... I realized it was, like, important and essential when it comes to, like, meeting new people. Yeah. Getting girls' attention. Also, as we've already mentioned, and, like... Yeah, I always have. Well, I, I always notice I would like make like teach like female teachers laugh. Who you know what I mean? Like as at a, at a young age and shit like that. And then like eventually, like you know, throughout high school, I was like, oh, I'm like, I can um diffuse situations. I can like make I can make things better um, without just standing there and doing nothing. I can like use my words, and like people seem to enjoy it. Yeah, I once did an Instagram poll where I asked guys, would you rather be rich or funny in terms of being able to get girls? And like 80% of them said funny. Yeah, it's, it's so great. weird, but it actually is true. Like you're, you're way more likely to fall for a funny guy over. Do you think as a funny man that you should be dating funny women? Or do you think that like funny people should date a cardboard person to balance it out? Uh, that's tough. I don't know. But, um... Well, because someone's got to laugh at the jokes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, well, like, I wouldn't date someone who's a cardboard person. I would try to find like, because <laughs> that's. So you not, just repeated what I said in a funny not, fucking way. You just took my term and make it funnier. Well, like, let's not drive by what you said, because like, what the fuck is a card? That's so disrespectful. But like, I would never date a cardboard person. But I like dating someone who I don't know is funny. And then one time when we're hanging out, they do something funny, and I'm like, hey, that was funny. And if it doesn't go to their head and they're like, oh, cool, thank you. And they accept it in like kind of like a, a gracious, humble way, then that's fun. And that's fun. But like, you know, when you tell someone that they're funny and they're like, oh, I am. And it goes right to their <laughs> head. And then they think they're the funniest fucking person of all time. That sucks. But I do like it when um, it is enjoyable. Like if I'm like, let's say I'm on Tinder and obviously you see in like my fucking bio, it's like, yeah, I've worked at every restaurant and I'm, I also do comedy. And they're like, oh, you do comedy, tell me a joke. And I'm like, well, this is Tinder. I can't just tell you a joke. Like, I don't expect you to read a transcript of a joke and then laugh at your phone. That's impossible. Let's hang out. I will. Pro I promise you that throughout us chilling, you will giggle at some shit. Okay. How many, how many apps are you on? Just one. What app are you on? Tinder, it's the easiest one. You're kind of a slut. For sure. That's so slutty to just it's be on Tinder. You have no intention of getting a girlfriend, do you? Nope. It's the grimiest one for a reason. It's so understood that when you're on that app, it's like, all right, so what are we doing? What's going on tonight? Like, it's it's great. It's better. <laughs> do you know, like, there's like 93% of men on Tinder and like 7%, like, like the, all the people on Tinder are like 93% men, like 8%, 7% women, whatever the math is there. Yeah. 
they use bots to try to make it like seem better for you guys i've had pretty yeah definitely but i've had pretty pretty decent luck on it so Uh, so what does your profile say like if you were going to give a a guy advice on like how to be (laughs) okay wait wait wait. how to to get laid what would you say okay first of all um don't ever fucking like there's everyone always forget every guy always forgets that like striking up a conversation is super duper important like just having that like natural path mm-hmm. like because you never know like even though obviously you're like trying to meet someone and fucking you know have sex there's nothing wrong with just taking a side street and just being like what's up and like chatting it up because something could come out of that that you enjoy and then making sure like what I've learned is like, I, I hate knowing that someone might not be like comfortable. I like making someone else very f- feel like very comfortable. That's very important to me. And I think that like a lot of guys forget that they're just thinking about themselves and then it gets lost. So, and the girls guys, can pick up I on know. that. Girls can pick up on that right away. So the guys I know that get laid the most, I was thinking about this are the ones that want the other, the want the lady to feel comfortable and they just get laid. Like, yeah, it's, just, it's a, it's a key. Yeah. The setting, like just being like, Hey, whatever. But also like, I'm not, I'm never the person to be like, here's what we're going to do tonight. I fucking tell me. Really? Tell me what you want to do. So would you, you, like, do? you date like a, like, what's your type? Like, do you date a lot of like lady lawyer, like, like, uh, like, uh, lady you know, lawyer. yeah, like very like, serious. Cause like, I'm trying to find like a kind of more of a, like a boring kind of guy that just like goes to a nine to five that like, you know, like has a very so stable, a, there, that's what yes, I want as a balance. Are, My mom's always like, you need to find a balance to your fucking, there, are, there is such a niche market for just a guy who's under the fucking radar killing it. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah, like, because I've I've even noticed that in the past, like, in the past, like, few years, it went from, like, oh, I want a guy who's, like, who's, like, got it all, um, who's, uh, who's just, like, killing it, and everyone knows it, mm-hmm. but I've noticed that it's changed from, like, girls are, like, I don't want a dude with followers, I don't want a dude with fucking, no. I don't want a dude who everyone knows, like, no. in the, in, in, whatever scene i want a guy who's got like 400 followers i want a guy who's just fucking who's just keeping to himself moving in silence and, and we basically and all want broke. a 40 year old man that's what we want yeah. we want it's someone just like, who doesn't know what instagram is we want someone who, yeah who has 10 followers like four of them are his mom his sister you know yeah that's exactly, exactly what we all want by the way if you want to my tinder profile is uh me um wearing all my hats okay let, let, can we can i see it one, <laughs> two, three, <laughs> four, <laughs> fuck man, five, <laughs> six, seven, eight. <laughs> For those listening to this, it's just like eight photos of Dean with different expressions, with different hats on. All my, exactly all the hats angle, that though, up. But every girl's like, um what's your story? And I'm like, bingo. Got you. (laughs) But, but, but on top of that, I'm also fun. Like I'm fucking nice. Why you're emotionally unavailable. Do you think it's just that you're like going so hard (laughs) for your comedy? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yes. Bingo. (laughs) You're like a puppet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I am. I really am. 
I just don't, I can't do it. I've had two relationships in my life. Uh-huh. Both of them, both of them didn't work out because I, uh, I got too excited and I was like, yeah, sure. I'm down. I'm ready for a girlfriend. I wasn't. Sometimes you jump the gun. Everyone does it. Well, why aren't you ready? Do you have a wandering eye? Yeah. 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 Well, if that's what you call ADHD and just no like, a wandering eyes, like when you think other girls are hot, not when oh, you Oh no, I've never even done, like, <laughs> I've never missed like, <laughs> I've never, um, what, okay. So the relationships I've been in, I've never once been like, fuck, I wish I could go fuck other girls. No, it's not like that. I don't condone cheating. I've never cheated. I hate that shit. That's super annoying, mm-hmm. but I've just realized like, oh man, I don't, I have, I don't even have the patience for this yet. I'm not ready. Like mm-hmm. I'm still such, I have, I have such like, childlike characteristics where I'm like, oh fuck, I need a lot of alone time still. I need, I have a lot of things to figure out and I can't bring someone else on that journey with me yet because I don't even know where I'm headed. So I can't do it. Like it sucks. I get, and also like I'm the most impatient person ever. I get so pissed off at dumb shit. There's like, okay, wait, here's a good test that that I've come up with. Um, When I'm like, the, the last few people I've dated, I've like stopped, like while I'm by myself, I've thought like, could I be in an airport with this person and have like a non-stressful time? And then every time I'm like, my conscience is like, no, you can't. I'm like, uh-oh. Like just those, you have to, you have to put those little hypotheticals. You have to go through these little hypotheticals. You're like, if I were to bring this person to my grandparents' house, would I be on edge the whole time? Would I be like, and you're like, if the answer is yes, you're like, oh fuck, you're not ready. Like, I just don't, sometimes some things I just don't have the fucking patience for. It do you think it's, it's that you're I've not ready like, or you haven't met the right one? Like, do you think if you met the right both. girl that was just like, fuck like, oh, like fireworks in the sky, like, you know, you just knew you yeah. couldn't miss out on her or you were gonna never be able to replace her? Would you? Oh man, no, I think like, I also would you think- still. Uh, I don't know. That's tough. I, I, I still think, yeah, it's both. It's like, obviously I haven't met the right one yet, but I realized, um, Dean, you're not even looking. You're mm-hmm. just dating. Like, cause what, cause like sometimes I'm like, yeah, like I think the last relationship I was in, I was like, yeah, I'll try it again. Like that's how I approached it, which mm-hmm. is not a good way to approach it. So I feel like a lot of people over COVID are dating like that though. Cause they're like, fuck, I don't want to be alone. So I'm just going to date this person until it's over. There's nothing wrong with being alone. That's another thing I learned. There's nothing wrong with just sitting around all day by yourself, getting to know yourself before you yeah, stop. Yeah, but it's easier for you to say because your brain thinks of jokes. That's like my brain when I'm alone staring at a wall thinks of funny shit and I'm grateful yeah. for that. But average like people think of like math or the news. How do you know that's what my brain thinks about every time I'm alone? Because that's like, it's like people's, funny people's brains think like that. <laughs> they just see the world different and they think about stuff like that. I, okay, but like, I also realize like, okay, here's another thing. I don't need, like, um, I, I also found out like what codependency is too. And I had to learn what that was the hard way. And I realized like, okay, are you a person who really cherishes your alone time? Yeah. Okay. Even though I'm an extrovert, but I, yeah. Right. Have you ever dated someone who, who who's like, no, be here all the time. Yeah. Fuck that. Right. Like that's the worst thing uh-huh. in the world when explaining to someone that you're like, no, no, no. I just need to like go home for like five hours. Uh, not cause I don't want to be with you. Cause I need to, cause like, it's just, that's me. And then that person's like, 
what what you don't want to what you don't love me and you're like fuck you like no i need to be alone that's crazy i've been in that situation so many times i just need to be alone for five hours every day i have to when do you think of all your jokes um when i can't sleep or in the shower or yeah. when i'm just in when you're like, alone <laughs> yeah of course yeah right <laughs> when i'm just like when i'm just like having a conversation with someone too. Like something could just come up. I, every time I hang out with my dad, he'll say something and then I'll say something. And I'm like, I think he just started a joke for me. Yeah. And then I'll go write down whatever path we were on and then I'll finish it. Some, I don't know, save it for something. You're on your road to be, I think, very successful. I and, hope so. Thank you. I appreciate and it. what are you going to do when people tell you that you're lucky and like an overnight success? And uh, well, it already happened a little bit just because of whom I, just because I have, I, I have affiliation. Uh, like one of my best friends is like a gigantic YouTuber. I've known mm -hmm. him since I was 17 years old. And he is like one of the hardest working people ever. And he was gracious enough to like invite me onto his platform. And that's where I got that extra push. Mm -hmm. uh, whether it's like, you know, extra push in regards to like the amount of followers I have, the amount of like new fans I've been able to gain like that's amazing but mm -hmm. i realized that like i can't rely on anyone else it's now like in my hands i need to keep going and keep mm -hmm. showing people that like i actually do have talent and i have things that i think are funny and that i know they will find funny too so it's like enough people like even when i like when i had like a little blow up there were people that i worked with like at earl's who were just like you're just riding on your friend's fucking coattail and i'm they like said that to your face oh for sure because they're jealous and it's all good but I was like, yeah, I was. Like women or men? Other men? Both. Mostly women. Both. But like, Mostly women? For sure. Because like fucking. Why are women jealous of you? Because hot girls who work at restaurants want to be famous so badly. So badly that like they see their. So oh when my they, God. I'm not done. The fucking I don't give a fuck. So when they see, so when they see that their little bar back who they get to push around all day has more followers on Instagram than them, they get pissy. They do. Hot girls that work at restaurants do want to be famous. They want to be famous so fucking bad. And they feel famous sometimes because of where they work, because they're like the hot girl there and they have regulars they they get money they do their thing you have rich guys simping for you all fucking day at those restaurants you literally yeah. have like finance guys whose entire existence is to go to work and then go downstairs to earl's and impress you with their money yeah. that's their whole existence so it does make you feel important <laughs> what are some like one-liners what like okay when you message a girl on tinder what do you say don't have one-liners i don't <laughs> i'm not always just coming in hot with zingers like you I, are though can we so fucking, I can, you can help other men shut up can we fucking end the, the narrative that i'm just always like <laughs> i'm not like that i'm fucking normal i like when it comes out organically i'm never forcing like you never are forcing it but like every five minutes you're pretty funny thank you that's very sweet and five minutes is fine five minutes of me being serious and then a minute of me being funny is yeah. kind of how i want most conversations to go yeah so, you want it like 20 percent ish funny yeah. of the conversation i don't want to be i don't want to be like annoying but sometimes i am very annoying but anyway i think that like i think just being like i'm man i'm super normal i'm always like hi how are you, are you yes i am all youngest people are annoying i'm the youngest too we're For all sure, annoying, yeah. but like we're the zest of the family. Like we are. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, I'm fucking. Oh, I'm a, fucking Christmas is like. Don't get Dean going. He fucking yeah. does comedy. Shut up. Shut up. So like, 
Shut the fuck up. Cause I will, I'll rip into all of you, but it's, I don't want to, cause that's inappropriate. Did you ever yeah. get bullied? Yeah. And were you, sure. were you mean back? Like, yes. Like, you know, you, you can be really mean. Hey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. all funny people can be like disgustingly oh mean. Yeah. Oh, my, oh yeah. Oh my God. If you could fucking read my thoughts. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it's, 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 it's awful. It's a curse, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, I could like in, in middle school, I would get bullied, but then I would like the way I would retaliate was like levels higher than what yeah, I had. It's too mean. Exactly. And then yeah. I would, and then I'd be the one getting in trouble yeah. for being a bully, even though I was just bullied. But what I did was like literally fucking demonic. Like, yeah, like they were fighting with like a rifle from fucking 1905, and you have like an AK 47 just. And I came in with just, yeah. So hot. Yeah. I came in with C4, and I. Yeah. Blew place like yeah exactly yeah so I would get in trouble for a lot of that stuff and I would always just like I would always just like not I, I I would get in trouble for not minding my own business and sticking my neck into like other people's problems mm -hmm. which is something that I've learned to just stop doing in general like because it doesn't why would why does anyone want drama I don't know sometimes I would just want that and if it meant getting attention I would do it and it's not good but then I was medicated for like seven years and it shut me up for seven <laughs> years. What What do they put you on? Oh, like Adderall and Vyvanse and Concerta and all that, all the good, not at the same time. Oh, like, I'm like, you were just on a cocktail. No, I would have been a fucking zombie, but like, it was just really like, I'm super ADD. Those drugs evened me out. So from grade seven to grade 12, I was just very like on and off, like awkward, like just empty, like dead behind, like dead Have you eye. seen the Family Guy episode when Stewie gets ADHD medication and he's like, just like hi, that. Brian. <laughs> it was just like that. Like I was just weird. I would, it's true. Like there was no like inflection in my voice when I was on those drugs. It was just like. So were you not funny? Like without, like without your ADHD, are and you that's, not funny? And that's where we get there. So I found out, <laughs> this is a fun, this is a fun thing to talk about. I found out in like grade 10, I think I was like, why am I still taking these drugs on the weekends when I don't have school? And so I came to like a compromise with my dad. I was like, can I not take these on weekends? Like, I don't have school. Like, why do I need to take them? And he was like, all right, that's fine. And then I realized on weekends when I would hang out with my friends, I was fucking hilarious. I was like, like, like I would go to parties and my friends were like, who the fuck? Like, you're weird at school. Uh huh. And I'd be like, I know, I don't, I don't know. Uh, this is great. And but I would just you both had a different personality. Just full, just became a more fun, engaging person. So what? My listening skills weren't as good. I was just fun. I was just more fun to be around in general. And it was like a breakthrough. And then it was, it was amazing. And then when I had like 17 years old, when you can kind of start making decisions for yourself, I was like, dad, I'm not taking these pills to college. I want to go into it like 100% me, yeah. not, not controlled. And he was like, all right, I trust you. And I'm, I've been fine ever since. So do you find that like the more depressed you are, the funnier you are? Yeah. See, I'm finding that. And so I'm a lot more mentally healthy. Eh? Like I get, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm more mentally stable and I've become less funny and it's, it's hard. Cause I'm like, I can't just, like, <laughs> I just can't be like a fucking mentally unstable bartender for the rest of my life. Cracking jokes being like, I know. So fucking funny. Like, I'm like, I have to be, I have to live like this. I have to deal like, with shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like so I have to deal with my shit, but I'm significantly less funny. I, I think that like, like, man, I tell my, 
my two best friends, Jacob and Curtis. Jacob just beat cancer. Curtis just is my is like a, he's a he's a wonderful person who just he he just bought a house. Like I'm I love my two best friends. They are the funniest people on planet Earth all the time. But when they're angry about something. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like it's bullshit. They're so fucking funny. They're quicker. I don't know what it is when you're yeah. angry. Like you just have like how quickly they could say something crazy funny that cuts someone is, is my favorite thing on earth. So I sometimes we purposely make each other mad and push each other's buttons to get the best out of each other. <laughs> and it's my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, that's like I'm the funniest when like a guy has ruined my life. I'm funniest when like I'm wasted and depressed. I'm yeah. like that is when I I don't I that is when I'm funniest. I have yeah, to, I don't, it's, I it's have to figure it out. I figure I, I actually realized this recently, like when, okay. So like the, what I've been trying to do for like the past, like, I don't know, two months is like upload a video on YouTube about something like commentary every single week. And I've done it for 10 weeks straight. And this is the first week where I just haven't had an idea. Mm-hmm. And for a moment I was like, uh Oh, but then I realized like, Oh my God, the, like when I don't have a, a fucking idea for like a video or even a podcast that means I'm actually like content with my life and what's going on in my real life that's what that means it means I'm actually just fine living life like in reality and then the minute I'm not that's when I want to escape to the internet wow that's true that's exactly what happens you're just like ah, fuck, I don't like what's going on around me for real. I'm going to escape to the screen. I'm going to go to the mic. I'm going to fucking turn on the camera. Yeah. And that's because you're, you're, you're just like, you're fed up with for real shit. Yeah. And or I you want to that. soothe the awful things going on by making a joke of it. You want to portray yourself as like an actual, an actual level-headed person on the internet uh, when, secretly no, when secretly nobody knows that your real life's kind of crumbling. Yeah. That's what it is. Like, it's, it's super simple. So like if the people who um, are helping me like management are just like, do you have an idea for a video this week? I'm like, no, I don't. And they're like, okay. And I'm like, no, no, no. That's actually a good thing. My mental health, my mental health is great. The fact that I'm not constantly thinking about something I could talk in front of a camera to. Yeah. Means I'm actually in a good place mentally. You know what? I'd love to, this is just like, I'd love to hear you talk about this. Amish people. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I don't know anything about Amish people. <laughs> I really would love to like see a reaction video. Like you could do a reaction video to an Amish documentary and I would eat it up. I, I don't you know. You do if a I, cult series cults are so hot right now. I really just think he's so fucking funny. I don't know. But, but like I envy them. Like Jim Jones. Exactly. So you already have something funny to say about it. I envy them. They're great. They don't have to deal with, oh my God, imagine trying to, exp- <laughs> this is funny. You're right. <laughs> imagine trying to explain to an Amish person what a trigger warning is. <laughs> you know what's always confused me about Amish people? Why they stopped right when they stopped. What do you mean? Like Amish people stopped. They decided that like enough technology had happened in like 1805 or whenever the fuck Amish people. Right. Stopped. Okay. Yeah. Like the cutoff. And then they're like, Hey, this is the style we're going to have forever now. Like, like we're good. We're not going to live in 1300, not 1500, but this time we got right. buggies. Yeah. We can make pies. We have some modern technologies. Like they have like oil lamps. Yeah. Okay. You're, yeah. You're right. Like all they needed was like wheels and roofs. And like, they have like, they have like, like, and like cotton. 
that's all. Yeah, like they have some like, yeah, they're just around 1800. I would yeah. stop it in 2005. Me too. If I was an Amish person, like if I, if I was going to create a new version of Amish, I would be like, okay, hey, we're all living in this village. Like it's 2005 forever. We don't need iPhones, but yeah, we can have well, iPods. We could, yeah, we can all get an iPod Nano. We can you all call get- Call me on your Motorola. We can all get an, yeah, we can all get our Tamagotchis. We can all just have hair straighteners yep. and live like regular. I also like the interior design. We'll all watch Oprah at five and like the interior yeah. design of our childhood was kind of nice. Yeah, don't like, yeah, we'd all have like, the most crazy thing to have would be like a DVR or a TiVo. That's yeah, it. and like that was rich. That was, oh, that, that was you, fucking... you, Are you old enough? Like when you were a kid and you went over to someone's house with a brand new DVD player and like a flat screen TV. When I was a kid, I was like, they're rich. Like, wow. My, me, me, me and my brother were talking about a lot of stuff like this. Like the stuff that seemed rich, but wasn't. Like what? Like having like central air or like central vax. <laughs> You remember those like just weird like people who the people who first got like the remote for your car that you can unlock it with the button people like we all thought that was like oh my fucking god like it's not that just came with the car it was new like it wasn't that crazy so many little things that like homes have that homes had that were just not like that fancy but they seemed fancy just because technology was moving forward yeah, like 1980s is my, I, I maybe even the 80s, I think was the best time. Yeah, I would like, that'd be fun. I, I think, think like, I actually think even like people who, um, fuck, like, did you ever go to like the auto show? <laughs> yeah. Right, of course you like, did. What do you mean? Like when like all the old people park their like fancy cars? Oh, I mean, the auto show like that would take place at convention centers. Oh yes, yes, I've been to an auto show in that way too. Like, yeah, of course, yeah. Like a trade yeah. show. Bingo. So yeah. you'd see like, you'd see like a new car yeah. on like a lazy Susan, but it wasn't, it was like a concept car. Yeah. It was, it was like, and it looked so futuristic. Every and they always day, hired like local models. Fucking dumb. We're kind of rough looking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, exactly. Just, to, and then every, yeah. So I remember seeing like those cars. And then now whenever I walk around, I'm like, all those cars are on the road now. Every concept car that was on like a lazy Susan at the auto show in 02 is on the road now and i'm like what the fuck that's crazy because i never thought that they, i never thought that they would ever be released i thought they were just there to look cool but people can buy those now they're insane looking do you remember when in the malls they would do the car grapples and there would just be like when we were kids and there would just be like a brand new beautiful like 2005 hyundai right in the middle of the mall and you'd be like how the fuck did they get that in here yeah that was on remember did you ever watch desperate housewives yeah do you remember when fucking, what's her name? Eva Longoria? She had to like get another job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She had to do that in the mall. Yeah, because she thought she was qualified and then she wasn't. That was an amazing yeah. time. Like the like our childhood was the perfect time to exist. Did you know that every single, well, you didn't know this, I'm going to tell you, but um, every single Sunday with my family when I was 11 years old, 10, nine or 10 years old, 2004, yeah. 2004. Every single Sunday, me and my mom and my dad and my brother, before they divorced, we would sit down and watch Extreme Makeover Home Edition at eight and then Desperate Housewives at nine. Oh, every, yeah. Oh, every yeah. single Sunday. And I was nine years old. And Desperate Housewives is a fucking crazy show. There's murder, there's sex, like a lot of crazy shit. And I, would, I, and I was invested in the characters. I was like, ooh, I wonder how Edie's going to play this one. And fucking Lynette and her crazy twins. Like I was Why into the show. Why did you watch that as a family? 
I don't fucking know. It was just a good show, but like we loved that it. That was and also like, back then when you had to buy the DVDs. If you wanted to watch the show on your own time, yep. you had to buy the DVD sets and they were expensive. Yeah, you had to go to like HMV and drop, yeah, you had to go to HMV and drop fucking $70 on season. Yeah, like one. the OC season one originally oh was like 60 or 70 bucks. Huge DVDs to own. Yeah. Yeah, huge. I had all the Family Guy ones. I had all the South Park ones. I had all the fucking. I, if someone, not, what would you tell someone who this is? I want your advice about this, just because I thought. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Can you can you write this down? I have to pee so badly. Oh yeah, I can wait. Go pee. I am flushed. You're flushed. You know I can edit. Yeah, I just looked in the mirror. No, I, no, 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 I just mean like, I just have like, I looked in the mirror and my face is red and I was like, oh my God, Dean, are you nervous? <laughs> Dean, are you nervous? Okay, what songs? <laughs> are you nervous? <laughs> what are your songs that make you feel alive? Like top Ooh, five that's... songs that make you feel alive? Because I have some good ones and I was thinking about this the other day. What are, what are your top five songs that make you feel alive? That's a really, that's, that might be the best question I've ever been asked in my life. <laughs> because you know, when you... You know, when you accidentally prepare yourself for questions that will never probably be asked to you ever. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like, I have a lot of songs that are happy, mm-hmm. uh, that make me cry because they're just like, music makes me cry a lot. Music is so powerful. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Okay. So, um, so, okay. So the, the songs that make me feel alive. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. Um, Probably like, oh man, this is tough. Cause I have a playlist here of everything I've ever loved and it's gonna go, f- oh shit. Like. Makes you feel alive. It's not your favorite songs. It's the songs that make you feel the most alive. Or Play Long Time by Boston. That gets me going. What is that? Lot. Is that like dun 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 dun? No, that's. <laughs> yeah, you would know it. Also, what the fuck was that? But, you know the um, song that um, like I'm shipping out to Bob. You know dun 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 dun. No, 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 no. If you okay, I'll send it to you. you. You're gonna be like, oh, this fucking song. It's from like the game Rock Band. People would know it from that. Oh, for sing sure. it. Uh, no. Um, What's it called? But it's called foreplay slash long time by boston it's like a, it's a very long song and it gets me going it's similar to like the era of like don't stop believing like okay. that kind of okay like 80s like anthem rock like that kind of shit that, that just makes you. you feel really good totally yeah i love something like that just we're not up, like, gonna crazy. take it sure <laughs> but not really songs that make me feel alive devil in a new dress by kanye west makes me feel alive because there's just like a beautiful piano and guitar solo and then rick ross has a verse and that's crazy and uh-huh. i don't know i just i just really enjoy that um fuck probably like um oh go gina by SZA. do you know that song mm. why the what do you listen to <laughs> i listen to a lot of nickelback Nickelback makes okay, me so well, fucking if alive. Cared, I do. If everyone, if everyone cared, right there. I think okay. When I, if I like feel like a special treat to feel alive, I do a ten milligram edible instead of a five milligram edible. So like I'm stone stone, not just like micro dose stoned. And mm-hmm. then I watch the entire Nickelback concert from 2008 with like headphones on, and it it's it's this insane vibe. Like it, it's and I I don't even really tell anyone this. It's like you're the first person I'm telling I do this, but I do it, uh, and it's um it's special to me it's like i was thinking about it the other day. Wow. 
That's a very intimate act between strangers. Yeah, it's telling it, me that. Yeah, well, we're not strangers. I know, but um, also like a lot of tragically hip songs get me in that mood. Oh, tragically hip! Too, I could see that. Because a lot because that was like the first music. I and a lot of Beatles songs because tra- for some reason the tragically hip and the Beatles. <laughs> The two first bands that I ever knew about when I was like four and five years old yeah. that my dad would play like in the car. Yeah. And oh, and the Guess Who. A lot of great Canadian rock. Like just <laughs> some good shit. Yeah, and, that's like, like a lot yeah. of those songs like are powerful to me because they would be playing during a moment in my childhood where I would be excited for something mm-hmm. or dreading something, like a fucking like a dentist. That's alive. That is like me just being like, oh my God, like I've been through a lot of emotions while every emotion almost while these songs have been playing and soundtracking the moment mm-hmm. that's how i feel about nickelback they soundtrack 2006 oilers playoffs in edmonton it was during the oil boom everyone was just redneck as fuck but like i was a kid and the vibe was just like so positive here at that time that i think that's why i like it okay what is your advice for someone who just got cheated on in their long-term relationship they just found out that like this person was cheating on them all throughout the relationship. They never cheated their trust. Like they just have no self-esteem left. They don't feel like enough woman or enough man for this person. They're like, life is crumbling. They don't know what the fuck they're going to do. Cheer them up. Go. Cheer them up. Oh, just give them a pep talk. You have 20 seconds. Go. No, I don't have 20 seconds. I need more. That's crazy. Okay. Um. Oh man. So you got cheated on, huh? <laughs> That's how I would start it. <laughs> so you got cheated on. Okay. Um, did you, uh, oh no, no, you can't ask questions. Um, no, I, I like literally sucked his dick every night, 20 times a night. I did my best as a girlfriend. I thought he loved me, but it, it, he cheated on me with every single girl I know, everyone. <laughs> Fuck, That's a tough hand. Uh, it's a tough hand to be dealt. <laughs> um, you gotta fuck his hottest best friend. You gotta fuck his friend. Yo, no, no, you know what? No, 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 wait. Nope. You gotta fuck his dad. You gotta fuck his dad. He was that. Like you have to fuck his boss. He was a lying. No, you know what? You gotta fuck. You gotta fuck his dad. Um, or if just flirt with him super hard or like or um probably get everyone get everyone off his side like on the low not like publicly like do what you can to just make sure that like everyone he thinks he still has on his side is no longer on his side um don't make it public but make sure he knows that he's not exactly going to get away with this, even though he's already done a lot. Like do everything in your power to keep yourself occupied and sorry, keep your mind occupied and work on a lot of things that he doubted you for. And, and then, and then just come out on top and it will take some time, Mm -hmm. but if he's already acting this way now, mm-hmm. he's destined to not be much <laughs> ever, mm. ever. So um, just know that like a horrible situation like this is is future you is actually really happy that this happened. Wow, that's great advice. Is it? 
Okay. I'm actually happy with it. Yeah, that's what I would say. You started out with fucking his dad. I started off off panicking because I didn't know what I was going to say and I was trying to be all funny, but then I got serious and I'm happy with what I said. We're going to, I'm going to press stop recording, but we are going to do a little, I want you to give your best piece of advice of dating advice period overall that you Um, have to just give. Yeah. Just give one piece of advice that you would tell everyone about love, uh, about love, about love. Okay. I don't understand what's so funny, but (laughs) I mean, sure. Laugh it up. Fuck. Uh, okay. So, um, (laughs) love (laughs) love well love um fuck well oh it's a good ah fuck um uh don't lie don't compete with each other Mm. and don't No, no, no. Okay. Two don'ts. Don't lie. Don't compete with each other. Mm-hmm. And um, don't let anything fester. Mm-hmm. Like talk about, like talk about it right away. Like it doesn't matter if you're going to be late for something. It doesn't matter if you're going to be um, like, if, yeah, it just like, if it doesn't matter if you have somewhere to be or, or whatever the fuck is going on with you that day, don't let issues that you know are going to become bigger don't put them on the back burner Mm -hmm. deal with them like fucking go through it don't go around it i love that that's life yep yeah i totally put it on the back burner don't fucking put it on the back burner like sure some things can go on the back burner we all know that Mm -hmm. but when it comes to like emotions and like feelings and like you know the way you feel about some somebody and and how you know and if you know yourself well enough like you just want to completely like you want to just stop the potential feelings of resentment right in their tracks deal with the issue right away i love that me too i'm super happy with that answer i feel like he sounds so smart yeah that was cool i'm really happy with the way i said that (laughs) I hope someone's listening right now and they're just crying. <laughs> I hope someone's listening right now and they're like, babe, come here. Someone's babe. listening right now that's walking. It's like my friend walking her dog right now listening to this. And it's like my dad. Yeah, like trying to be supportive. It's the most supportive people in our lives <laughs> listening to this shit right now. I was yeah. thinking that today. I'm like, I'm going to literally like everyone who's support, who's been so supportive up until right now, I'm writing down on a list and like when my podcast blows up and I have a studio and shit, everyone's getting a nice present. Like everyone yeah. gets a very nice present. Yeah. I like, I like telling, yeah, I've been doing, <laughs> yeah, I've been doing my podcast since like 2017. And it's just like, not like whenever people are like, if I have a guest, sometimes people are like, wait, like, can I say that? I'm like, shut up. 15 people listen to this. Relax. Like <laughs> fucking calm down. You know, I, I feel like a few of my friends are probably going to become famous. And I just, I hope everyone has that vibe to them. I hope no one becomes a dick that I know that is going to become famous. Oh, like, you know, who's going to be great. Who? Max, Maxine Ward. She's going to be so famous. You know, who, you know how fucking great Maxine Ward is going to be. Everybody mark my words. 
like we're all gonna end up writing for her one day oh she's yeah the- i hope so <laughs> This is a talk show. We're all going to end up writing for her. You think she's going to have her own talk show? I could see her with a sitcom. Uh, Yeah. And it would be directed, edited, and written all by her. Yeah. Like it would be produced. She'd be like, she'd be like this. She'd be like, I did this last night. (laughs) It would be like a full fucking episode. Yeah. It would be amazing. Like I did this last night in my closet. And and then I made six viral TikToks. And uh, yeah, I I smoked a fucking bowl, made six viral TikToks, and then fucking organized my spices. Like, yeah, she's the best. She's fucking hilarious. She's the fucking best. She's the best. Okay. You know what? That's a good way to end this is just praising (laughs) someone who deserves it. Shout out to Maxine Ward. Um, Big time. She's gonna be a fucking star. I didn't even know she was funny when she worked at King Tabs either. She just would like have her tray and shit. Isn't that doesn't that add to it so well? And then I found her TikTok and was like, "What the fuck? Yeah, you're one of the funniest human beings I've ever met." She'd literally just be like serving and just being like, "Yeah, I envy that because I couldn't do that. I couldn't pretend." She has it as a secret. It's like a fucking. Oh, it's fucking great. But also, she's very professional too. But like when I was at work, you knew I was a fucking comedian because I was the loudest idiot, just fucking not trying just being like <laughs> and just my personality was keeping me employed when her work ethic was keeping her employed yeah. Not, yeah. so that's she's yeah she's gonna be she's gonna she, be she's already a star but she's fucking she there's no way she's ever gonna fall no 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 so there it is okay and well same thanks. with us by the way high hopes for you high hopes for me high hopes for all of us honestly yeah. i think i think if we all just keep going we will be successful Walk in. That's all it is. Jump in. You got to jump in to swim, you know? Go <laughs> fucking, I don't know. Big time's got to jump in to swim. Sure. You got to fucking jump in the deep end. Tread lightly. <laughs> okay. What do you want to finish it off as? What do you want to uh, tell people? Um, one time. Uh, Band camp. One time when I was having sex with this girl, uh, I was super drunk and she was on top of me and I went to like slap her, her butt and I missed and slapped myself in both my testicles as hard as I could. And if that's not a metaphor for just, you know, something, then I don't know what is, but that happened to me and it ruined the night. So thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Thank you so, so much for coming on. Anytime. Bye folks. See you later.